Hello there, my name is Danny Yeoman, wild bird expert for Pets Corner and developer of Peter and Paul Bird Foods. Welcome to the next of a number of podcasts detailing some of the amazing birds that we see and feed in our garden. Every week we'll be looking at a different bird and this week we'll be looking at the fantastic tawny owl. To attract tawny owls to your garden, you really have to have a garden of a reasonable size, preferably with a number of mature deciduous trees and backing onto woodland. Tawny owls, although seldom seen, are most likely to visit your garden and can be recorded in quite built up areas, providing there's enough trees around for where they can roost safely during the day. You may catch sight of one during the day, as sometimes roosting tawnies are harried and heckled by smaller birds and forced to move to another tree. Look out for owl pellets at the base of tree trunks too. You are far more likely to hear a tawny owl though, as it makes the familiar hoo call, especially in the autumn. They eat rodents, particularly mice and voles, and can be welcome visitors to your garden. If you have a large garden with a number of mature trees, you could try installing an owl nest box, a long funnel-shaped construction to encourage them to breed. Such a nest box is meant to represent a deep cavity in a tree and should be sited high up on the edge of a strand of trees and fixed at a 45 degree angle to the horizontal, even on the trunk or a major branch and facing east. This is going to be a heavy nest box and you'll need at least two people to erect it using rope and ladders. If a tawny owl box is occupied, it should not be visited in the breeding season. Apart from the obvious risk that disturbance may cause parents to desert the nest, there is a real danger of injury as a tawny owl will attack any intruder and can inflict very serious injuries, especially to the face. Now male and female tawny owls are alike, although she is slightly bigger than he is, with light chocolate mottled plumage streaked with dark brown. Underparts are lighter, but also streaked. The famous owl facial disc is prominent, and the bird frequently sits in a more hunched position than other owls, particularly if it's disturbed during the day. Unlike barn owls and little owls, which can be seen frequently during daylight hours, the tawny owl is strictly nocturnal and difficult to see unless you are lucky enough to find a roosting bird during the day. They make the twit-twoo sound, don't they? Actually, despite what you may think, tawny owls have never had a call of twit-twoo. This might be a combination of a contact call, kiwik, made by the female, and a male answering, hoo. It's thought that this is a misinterpretation derived from Shakespeare trying to make the overlapping calls fit into a verse in Love Labour's Lost. The territorial hooting call of the male tawny owl is probably the most familiar of UK owl calls, beginning with a drawn out hoo, followed by a brief pause, then a softer hoo, and then a resonant final phase of hoo 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 hoo. This final phrase has a strong vibrato quality to it. The female's usual call is a kiwik, which is used as a contact call.
A resonant pair will often duet, the male hooting and the female dropping a contact call into the pauses between the bouts of hooting. The male may also use the kiwik contact call, though this is rare during the breeding season. Females may very occasionally hoot, this being less well phrased than that of the male. Tawny owls remain in their nesting territories all year round, and pair bonds last for life. They're generally monogamous, but some males are known to have more than one mate. Courtship begins in the winter period, usually December to February. During courtship, the male perches near the female and sways from side to side, then up and down, raising first one wing and then the other, and finally both together. His plumage is puffed out making him appear almost round, then tightly compressed. Meanwhile he grunts softly, sometimes sliding a foot or so along the branch and back again. He may indulge in a wing clapping, and then pursuing the female with uttered screeches, mewings, groans and rattles. The female may puff out and quiver her feathers too. Tawny owls will nest in a natural hole or nest box in a tree, but occasionally nests have been found on ledges of old buildings and in chimneys. They will also use the old nests of crows, magpies, sparrowhawks or buzzards, and sometimes a squirrel dray. They will also use a raven or buzzard nest on a cliff or simple bare ledge. Tawny owls lay two to six eggs, but sometimes only one. The eggs are almost round and pure white, and when the young have hatched, the male brings more food, either to the nest or to the female waiting nearby. Once the chicks are six to seven days old, the female may leave the nest only to hunt, otherwise remaining near the young. Fledging occurs at 28 to 37 days. Tawny owls are dependent on their parents for food up to three months after they leave the nest. As the young owls gradually learn to fend for themselves, they also establish territories. The tawny owl defends its territory vigorously, either with song or with threatening behaviour, including flying skirmishes. Predatory mammals such as cats, foxes and dogs are driven from the vicinity of the nest. Occasionally, tawny owl female with nestlings may attack a human approaching the nest, even in daylight, and may even draw blood with its talons. Tawny owls occur in all habitat types throughout the UK. Woodlands, parks, gardens, farmland, hedgerows. Indeed, any open country habitat with suitable scrub. They prefer broadleaf woodland for nesting purposes, but will hum by night in many habitat types. Woodland tawny owls feed mainly on mammals, notably woodmouse and bank vole, but will also take other prey species if they happen to be available. Amphibians, bats, even fish have been recorded being taken by tawny owls. In urbanised landscapes, the owls seem to take more small birds, attacking roosting house sparrows and starlings. A few individual tawny owls have also been reported attacking house martin nests, breaking these mud nests open at night to get the chicks within. One other possible surprising component of tawny owl's diet is earthworms. The owls taking them from the ground on wet nights when the worms emerge to pull leaf litter down into their burrows. 
Tawny owls use sit and wait tactics for hunting, using a favourite perch to observe from. In the garden, tawny owls may perch close by a feeding station, waiting for small rodents to appear, eating spilt seed etc. Then swoop down and take them. Keeping feeders stocked and throwing a little Peter and Paul in full song on the floor may attract tawny owls to your garden, as it will encourage small rodents to visit. On this topic, I'm often asked for my advice on how to feed birds, but not attract mice and rats. Well, the first thing you should know is if you put out food in your garden for garden birds, 20% of all the food you put out will be eaten by mice and rats. Now, for most of us, we won't even know it's happening because it'll be done under the cover of darkness. And if that's the case, good luck to them. That's a mouse or rat acting naturally. Now, anyone who knows me knows that I love mice and rats. I keep rats as pets. But mice and rats shouldn't be up during the day. Rats and mice are nocturnal, and seeing a mouse or rat during the day tends to suggest that you may have a rodent problem. The mouse or rat has had to come out during the day because it can't compete with all the other mice and rats that are out during the night. The RSPB have lots of calls from people who've spotted rats in their garden and worried that they will have to stop feeding their garden birds. But as long as a little common sense is exercised, you can keep your birds in your garden happy and well fed without ever having to see another mouse or rat again. Now the advice I would give would be, well firstly, don't put too much food out. There's only so much your garden birds can eat in a day, so it's better to feed them little and often, and if food hasn't been eaten then simply don't top it up. Putting out excessive amounts means that the intended recipients won't be the ones who finish it off. Secondly, keep it moving. Try to avoid putting food out in the same place each day. Moving around will confuse the mice and rats, but your garden birds won't be outwitted. And also, the only way is up. If possible, place food off the ground. Hanging food from a tree, a feeder, or putting it on a bird table are simple ways to keep it out of reach of mice and rats. Attaching bird seed trays under feeders can also help stop food going onto the floor. Also, keep it clean. Mice and rats aren't afraid of tucking into mouldy leftovers, so regularly clean your bird table or any space where you leave out provisions and never allow the food to accumulate. Also, store your food in sealed containers. Mice and rats enjoy all sorts of food that birds and humans like. And lastly, choose a food that reduces the amount of waste that's dropped. Foods like Peter and Paul Clean Plate will reduce the amount of food that's dropped and thereby reducing the temptation for mice and rats. It's thought that tawny owls do not like flying over water and because of this you won't find tawny owls in Ireland and many of the UK islands including the Northern Isles, the Outer Hebrides and the Isles of Scilly. However, they are recently colonised the Isle of Man so their dislike for flying over water may be a myth. The truth is, tawny owls rarely move far from where they were born. The average distance moved being just four kilometres, just over two miles. There isn't much out there in the way of conservation for tawny owls. They're classified as least concern on the IUCN list and considered to be the least of least concern as they're common and widespread. Yet, 
Being mostly nocturnal, the tawny owl is poorly studied, but it's believed to be in slow decline here in the UK, and its range contracting. So the BTO have issued a high BTO alert. We do need to take notice of the way in which their natural habitat is being destroyed. Otherwise we will see them on the IUCN list before we know it. Whether you live in the town or country, you can help look after tawny owls and other garden birds by providing a wildlife-friendly garden that includes having water and the very, very best foods available for them, foods like Peter and Paul. For more information regarding Peter and Paul wild bird foods, please check out the Peter and Paul website at wwwpeter and paul.com or pop into one of our wonderful Pets Corner stores and the nearest stores to you can be found in the Pets Corner website at www.petscorner.co.uk Well that's it from me, I hope you've enjoyed this look at tawny owls. For further birds please continue to check out the stream and I look forward to speaking to you soon.